Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, New Type of Money. And I am Uncle T. And, and we, we are Bravo. Coming to y'all back again. Hope everybody's doing all right this morning or this afternoon, whatever yeah. it may be to you too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, remember last week, we told y'all we were going to come back with the part two of building relationships and valuable offers. And we're going to go right into it today, guys, um, with the valuable offers. But first, we're going to slide in there and, and, and tell you why the the and is really kind of the most important thing yeah. of Bravo. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, well, how is that? Like, you know, build a relationship and valuable offers. And, and the and is basically like this. Um, Bravo, you have to build relationships in order to make it in this world. But you got to have something to offer people. They'll cut you off. That's why that and is so important because that's the conjunction. It's putting it together. Like, you got to put the two together. If you're not putting it together, then you really don't have nothing. It's almost like that, that peanut butter sandwich. that's supposed to be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with no jelly. <laughs> you just got your sticky mouth. Like, <laughs> you try... Try drinking some Kool-Aid with no sugar in it and see what you got. You got to mix them things. That and is so, the most so, important. So, Uncle T, what you're saying is a lot of people out here building relationships, but some people don't have anything to offer. Yeah, you ain't got nothing. Here's what happened. When you, you can build a relationship with nothing to offer. Right. Well, here's what happened. You are a... Um, what what's the word I'm looking for? You are um, basically you, you costing me money. Right. Um, I can't even think of the word right now, money. Um, uh, that I'm trying to think of right now, it'll come to me in a minute. Um, an asset. Right. Yeah. Well, you a liability. Yeah, you yeah. a liability. You're not an asset. You're a liability. Every, every every time I'm around you, it's time to go and eat and. You you always forgetting your money. So you say you forgot your wallet again? <laughs> For the third time. For the third time. This week. This week. <laughs> so you know you my you my partner. But eventually, like, I'm gonna stop coming around you. You know, because it's costing me. Right. You don't have nothing to offer me. You know, I'm the only one doing all the offering. But that's it in a nutshell. We're gonna get right into it though with the most important things, the valuable offers. So those at the sound of my voice out there, my nieces and nephews, get your pens and pads ready, and we're going to get right into it. Hope everybody feeling well out there today. So the first thing when building, uh, well, when you're offering something of value, all the time, help people around you that are truly in need. Notice I said at the beginning, all the time. Not when you feel like it, or uh, you just feel like you gotta, uh, oh, I'm gonna do a good deed today. You should wake up doing good deeds. Uh, and the reason why I can tell you that is, we're supposed to be a dead person in, in Christ. And what that means is you're supposed to basically go to bed every night wake up every morning as a dead you. You're supposed to wake up in Christ. You're supposed to be of Christ when you wake up in the morning. So, all the time, you should think as if 
you know what? I'm going to put it like this for y'all out there in the world. And, and, and it's a little bit deep, but it's truthful. If Jesus was standing next to you and you saw somebody in need, what would you do? Just think about that in the type of mind. If he was standing right there. What, what, what action would you, how would you respond to the situation? Unfortunately, some people probably still book. <laughs> that, man, that ain't Jesus. I know. I know. Jesus, that ain't Jesus. Then once they find out it's really him, they'll do like they do when they see a celebrity. Oh, uh, that's, that's you. That is you. <laughs> that is you. Like, yeah, this is me. Look, hey, everybody, look. It's such and such. Like, yeah, I know who I am. Right, right. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny like that. But, like, seriously, though, uh, everybody, like, number one, all the time, help people around you that are truly in need. I, I like the part at the end, Paul, you say that are truly in need. Because a lot of people, they just won't. You know, that, that go back to the, uh, that goes on the valuable offers. A lot of people want things, but then they don't even want to offer anything on the other end. They just want, 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 want. Like, what are you, are you, do you truly need this or do you just want this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the person begging, you know what I mean? I, I always, sometimes I give to some certain people, but sometimes I don't because I've seen people uh, that's millionaires in, in Colorado and different places that's that's big and right. yeah and uh, doesn't got over doesn't came up yeah, over on so many people <laughs> you know what I mean so you you definitely have to you know um, be led and, and, and you know seek within to to see if that person is truly in need then sometimes you know you it ain't even gonna matter you just feel the urge to give so you you know you just give yeah you just give to them and and that's why you gotta if you go back in your notes and, and look at one of the things that we told y'all when it comes to building relationships, uh, you kind of uh, know when a person is truly in need by building that relationship right. with them. Um, that'll keep you from you know being bulked and you know whether they're truly in need or not. So uh, we're going to move on to number two. <clears throat> number two is be willing to mentor someone to help build their character. Be willing to That's mentor big. someone to help them build their character. That's big. What's your take on that new type of money? Man, I, 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 I would say, you know, we just need more of that in the world because we live in a world where people are so me, I driven. You know, I, 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 me, 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 me. And the thing is, I get it. I get it to a certain extent. But there's, at some point, you know, who are you, who are you training up to come after you with the, all the skills and you know valuable resources and you know intellectual knowledge or whatever that you have who are you uh pouring into who are you passing that down to who's who you know are you going to pass the baton or are you going to die with the baton in your hand you know what i mean so that, yeah, that's very good. very valuable point because i always look at it like this and some people laugh and at me and be like man that don't make no sense but you analyze it make perfect sense. I look at it like this, like with you being a, uh, a youth pastor, me being a youth leader, I analyze it like this. I'm gonna either spend time and money with these kids now, or spend time and money with these same individuals when they breaking in my house, stealing my car, mm-hmm. took my rims off my car, and they trying to sell them back to me. 
Um, <laughs> your time is valuable. Right. So you're going to spend that time with these young kids whether you want to or not. Right. Those people out there that's 30, 40 years old, uh, stealing, robbing, killing. You know, for the most part, a lot of them are like that because they didn't have nobody to spend no time with them. Right. So you pick and choose which one you think the most important because you will spend the time with them and you sp- will spend the money. The question is, how are you going to do it? Which which season are you going to do it in? I, I choose to do it this way, that way I can help somebody uh, build their character, allow them to know who they truly are. So let's run back through it one more time. Number one, help people around you that are truly in need all the time. As if the man, the plug, Jesus was standing next to you. Uh, number two, be willing to mentor someone to help them build their character. Take a young lady, uh, for all the, the mothers and aunties out there, all the uncles and daddies out there, take somebody, a young kid under your wing, take them fishing every now and then, summer. You know, just let them wash your truck for you or something. Just do something to build that relationship with that young kid. Number three, new type of money. Uh, I, I just thought about that before you yeah. go into three. What if, what if, the, the young boy that you refused to mentor to had a direct effect on and a direct influence on the the bo- young boy's friend that you were supposed to mentor his friend ended up talking to your daughter oh man there you go and the guy that influences him if you would have influenced that guy then you, you, you feel that's, where I'm coming from? That's, that's deep. <laughs> I, I, get, I get exactly where you're going. So the guy you're supposed to really have your hands on, you know, you might have didn't reach him 100%, but it reached his his knowledge from you reached a friend mm-hmm. that eventually came to your house mm-hmm. or in your house mm-hmm. because he's there with your daughter. Mm-hmm. You now what you going to do? Like I told you again, you're going you gonna to pay one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather go and pay now. Because if you got a daughter, he coming. I don't care what you say, those out there at the sound of my voice in radio land. If you got a daughter, he, whoever he may be, he coming in your house. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. You best believe it. <laughs> you best believe it. Let's go for girls, too. I mean, the young ladies out there need some guidance, too. Because, yep. again, if you got a son, uh, people out there, let me know. Let me tell you. She coming around. That young lady coming around. So we're going to move into number three. Number three, telling us to share your skills and thoughts with others that you have built a relationship with. Share your skills and thoughts with other people that you have built a relationship with. This is so, so critical in today's society. This goes all the way from... I'll say from the White House all the way down to the Poor House. Um, and why I say that is, you have so many people that's knowledgeable, have resources, uh, ways to help you grow, and they refuse to because they're holding on to something that they're afraid that if they share it with you, that you will oversee them. Yeah, you had that on now. That's the enemy. If the enemy ain't never did no work, that right there is one of his prized possession weapons. Selfishness. 
you have, I'll say, a high percentage of multi-billionaires and millionaires that are alone right now at the at, at the the click of your watch. You can look down at your watch and see what time it is right now today, and they're at home by themselves right now, contemplating suicide. Uh, sitting there just them and they dog, I mean the four-legged dog, not their partner, four-legged dog, just sitting there watching TV with millions and billions of dollars, all the fancy cars outside, but they don't have nobody because they're afraid to teach people what they know to help someone else. Wow. And that's a shame. Wow. And you can't build relationships our valuable offers based on that selfish principle. You'll never be able to build a relationship with anyone because of your selfishness. Let's make sure that we are willing to share our skills and thoughts with someone else that you build a relationship with. Whatever I know, I don't mind letting somebody else know it. Because one thing about it, if it has a monetary side to it, there's enough money out here for all of us. I don't care if, 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 if everybody on your street selling shoes, everybody on that street going to still get paid. Because you're going to have a size that somebody else don't have, and they're going to have a size that you might not have. But everybody on that street, they're going to move their shoes. Some people don't see it that way. Talk to them, money. Shoot, I, I think you just, we can move to the next one, bro. I, 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 I like everything you said on that. For real, man. It's, it's really true. So, Analyze yourself, people. These are just not these are just not me and new type of money thoughts or something we thought about. It, this is real stuff. We we researched this stuff. We sat there and uh, paid attention to it in our own lives. This is real stuff we're telling you. Follow these steps, and I guarantee you, your life will change. And I ain't talking about no year from now, no two years. Now I'm talking about tomorrow. You'll see the sun shining a little bit greater on your life. You'll apply these steps. Okay, we're going to go straight into number four. Number four is telling us, always be willing to learn in order to help. Now, I want y'all to think about that one. Always be willing to learn in order to help. Always. Be willing to learn. It might not even be something of benefit to you, but it might be a benefit to the person next to you that didn't have the resource to get there. So, Uncle T, I think that, that kind of ties in with, with just remaining teachable because, like, if, if, if you're not willing, if you're not open to learn, it's like, and you think, you think you're good, you think you know enough, like, how can you, there's no room for growth. There's no room for evolution. Yeah, that's exactly what that is, man. That's exactly what that is. I mean, so many people out there, again, just... They're not willing to stay teachable. You have to be willing to stay teachable in order to have a valuable offer to someone. You have to have something of value. And being teachable and remaining teachable is key. It's principle here. You guys got to understand what we're saying. So we're going we're gonna to backtrack a little bit. We don't want to um, lose anyone or leave anybody out. Um, so for those who just tuning in... Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Bravo show. And we're going to go back to number one. It's help people around you that are truly in need. Number two, be willing to mentor someone to help build their character. Number three, share your skills and thoughts 
with others that you've built a relationship with. Number four, always be willing to learn in order to help. All right, we're going to get straight into number five. In any relationship, always have something to bring to the table. Never be a liability. That's huge. We were talking about that at the beginning. That's, that's, yeah, always have something to bring to the table. It's, I can't count the relationships that I've been in that some relationships I didn't I didn't even know was built. They had built a relationship. <laughs> and, and, uh you know, I was the only one who had you know, stuff to offer. I remember back in the day, man, I used to make beats and, man, I used to just, you know, be willing to work with somebody, you know, and people was getting over on me. I really wasn't selling them or making a whole lot of money. But I had to, to see real quick, like, nah, man, like I, I just can't deal with everybody because people, people will use you and they'll try to get over on you, man. So, like, it has to, it has to be... It, it, it has to be, I don't want to say all all the time it has to be 50-50, but at the same time, it's like, I'm going to make sure that if I'm giving in the relationship, that I'm getting in some type of, type of way. You, you know be. what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I just, Person is always giving, man. You're going to fall. And, and at the same time, I, 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 and this may seem like a contradiction, but now there are some relationships that just say, well, um... Uh, I met a homeless guy uh, in Atlanta. I used to meet guy people all the time, but it's just one particular um, scenario, and really haven't even. Sick, I'm not saying this to toot my horn or nothing, but I this guy had nothing to offer me. Yeah, nothing at all. But uh, you know, I built a relationship with him, and man, you know, actually helped him. And uh, most people I see, they 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 ask for money, and. Um, I like to ask people, can I pray for you? And if you turn down prayer, I don't feel like you deserve my money. You know what I mean? If you if you don't if you don't yeah, if you don't want the one that gave me the funds to even be able to give to you, I don't see the point of Yeah, because what are we what yeah, are we what are we yeah. doing? Here, so you know? so you know he, he he allowed me to pray for him, so I prayed for him and I ended up, you know, being able to prophesy and speak into his spirit. And I gave him a little couple of dollars that I had, man. I actually got his number, he had a cell phone and Built a relationship with this guy, man. Built a relationship with him. Gave him a, a whole bag of clothes. You know what I mean? Um, uh, guy actually, you know, now he just hit me up the other day, man. The guy got back on his feet, man. You know, I, I took him to church with me one one service and and, and just built a relationship with him. But I I just said that to say that sometimes there will be certain scenarios where you're just in that person's life to to. Help bring them up, but I, yeah. I, I, I would I would highly advise that you know for sure that that's why you're in their life, and that that person actually wants to help themselves. They yeah, they need wanna, to have yeah. to help themselves, and they still should. Even though you're helping them, they don't have nothing to offer you per se at the moment. They need to understand that they need to go and help someone else. They need to be available in order to go and and that next homeless guy. They they've developed relationships with other homeless mm-hmm. people. If they're homeless, mm-hmm. you know most of the time that's how that will work. Mm-hmm. They go and pick somebody else up, and somebody pick you up. Right. Uh, that's that's basically um, how that should work. Kind of goes back into um, help someone in need or whatever. Because right, right. somebody to help you now, you need to go and help someone else. Right, right. So again, in any relationship. Always have something to bring to the table. Never be a liability. And um, on that, man, 
I know I have. I can't speak for you, money, but I, man, I've developed, developed relationship with so-called friends, and I'm just a nice guy. I give you the shirt off my back. Yeah, that's me. And I, I had some friends that know that, and it's always like about what I can do for them. And some of your friends ain't never done nothing. I mean, ain't never bought me a, a, a pack of Kool-Aid. Right. Uh, I mean nothing and I've done countless things for them and, and I don't do anything for for something back right, that's not why right. your heart uh, tells you to do things for people but man like can you just bring me a glass of water sometime right, like right. you know like it's, check on me call and check on me yeah sometime. like check yeah. on me without checking on me because you need something you know right. you had those conversations where you ain't talking to nobody in, in three or four months boy, and they found on, out man. you got a hey, hey boy what's going on with you boy oh yeah, man yeah boy I'm just chilling man yeah boy boy I seen boy I seen you dog on boy your little business booming boy yeah <laughs> they ain't talk to boy. you in six months boy your little business booming boy I see you on Facebook boy shoot yeah man boy <laughs> Well, it's rough on this end, but hey, man, really, hey, but can you cash at me about twenty dollars? <laughs> you know it's coming. Yeah, you know <laughs> I ain't talking to you in four months. <laughs> you know, but you, you know. seen me doing well. Oh man, I see that man. I see that thing you done bought. Boy, that thing nice, man. You got man. that thing sitting nice, right, man. You think, you think I can uh, hold a car hey, tonight? Hey, hey, you think you uh take me? To, uh, well, as a matter of fact, bro, I, I really you can drop. You could drop me off, but really, bro, I really got the little date. And shoot, man, I really want to pull up. You know, I want, I want to pull up. New money is a fool. I want to pull up on her. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but see, see if I can use this thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, man, you, you know, my car broke down last year, man. And ever since then, man, I've been, I've been calling the, 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 the Uber. And, but, you know, but I ain't heard from you though. I ain't heard from you in four, five months. But no, bro, you know what I mean, bro. I've been going through it, bro. I've been going through it, man. You know my baby mama tripping. You didn't think about calling me to see how I was doing tonight? Baby mama, I, I did, bro. I thought, bro, I, matter of fact, bro, that's why I ain't just hit you. I thought I was thinking about you the other day. You see how those lines come? I was thinking this, about you. I, bro, I was just thinking about this you. This is exactly what me and Money telling y'all about people. <laughs> you ain't think about me. You saw it out in bought so you thought you saw it and came up a little bit. So now you want to try to get back in. You are a liar. Ability, you are not a friend. Go. <laughs> so we gonna move on, guys. We gonna move on. Uh, number six. Number six says always carry a smile with you daily. Mm. I think this is more important than one through four. It should have been the top. I think we, we you know, touched on that in the, the building relationship. Yeah, you did. You got you gotta carry that smile with you guys. That's like, valuable. Even if you don't. Even if you're having a bad day, you don't know how you can impact somebody else's day just with that smile. Uh, Uncle T, I walked up to a lady, a uh, young lady, the other day at work. I said, I said, hey, sweetie, can you do me a favor? She said, what? I said, smile. You know that's it. <laughs> she just bust out smiling. I walked off. You know that's what I mean? Like, she done the favor. Just that's smile. all. Just smile, just smile. guys. Like, this sounds crazy, and some people don't get it. That's why you got to go back into the... the uh, the recording of the uh, building relationships to understand that it's not necessarily always about you. It's about other people. Definitely. I know a lot of people don't get that and don't understand it, but that's why you got to tap into to who you are to understand that. It's not about you. It's about the next person. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, that doesn't leave you out because if the next person knows that it's not about them and it's about the next person, the next person should be you. Mm-hmm. So everybody should be touched mm-hmm. in some way. 
your smile can can make someone's day that has had an awful day, uh, even though you've had an awful day. Somebody else's smile should make your day better. You see, it's a domino effect. Right. So make sure you're offering that smile, building a relationship with someone who's always frowning and down, man. That that no, I can't even do it. I'm frowning and down. Why well, need to be with somebody? Money. <laughs> if I'm always down, what well, I need to connect with somebody else that's always down. Yeah. I'm gonna need somebody with a smile on their face, man. Like it's it's critical, guys. Really, with, with me, I'm the type of person like. If you always smile, I mean, frowning like, like you a liability to me. Cause after a while, I'm a, after a while, I'm gonna be having my head down. Look, nah, I can't, oh, your problem. I can't keep that. Nah, I can't. Nah. Oh, y'all. Oh, oh, other people' problem. Man, I tell y'all, off subject. Me and New Money, we went to this tropical smoothie. They ain't gonna pay me nothing for putting them out there. <laughs> they ain't gonna send us nothing to our studio. For putting them out there like that, but let me tell you, man, go to Tropical Smoothie Cafe mm-hmm. and get one of these uh, uh, salted caramel smoothies, mm-hmm. man. And they got they got this um, quesadilla we just ate, man. Oh, yeah. That thing, man, that thing right. ten times better than Taco Bell. They got like this little sauce thing to go with. I don't know what's in it, <laughs> but it's good. Go to your local Tropical Smoothie and get you a salted caramel. What that you got, new money? Oh, the, uh, Passion point or something like that. Yeah, it's something good. Yeah, strawberry, bananas. Just get in your car and go to Tropical Smoothie while you're listening. (laughs) We we just threw that little plug. Yeah, maybe they'll send us $25 (laughs) or something for putting them on on our show or whatever. That that really tie in with number seven, man. What we got with number seven? Yeah, man. Number seven is going to be honesty and transparency. And now, somebody's going to get mad at me, but I don't care. (laughs) I know money don't care. If you ain't honest, go sit down. Don't build no relationship with nobody. Don't go talking to nobody. Don't go hugging nobody. Don't go trying to be friends with nobody. If you ain't honest and no transparency to you at all, go be alone. That's mean as the devil can be. (laughs) But it's truthful, guys. Uncle T love y'all. And when you love somebody, it has to be all truth. You got to be honest. And I'm being honest right now. If you are a liar, a fraud, you know what? And I'm, I'm going to get I'm gonna get right to some people that I need to address. And I'm addressing these people because I love you. If you always gossiping, mm. you on that job and you running your mouth. Mm. Oh, you know, you know, Johnny Wayne. Over at Shanika house the other night. You heard. How you know? You heard. I saw it call over there. Well, you don't know. You heard. Yeah, you heard about Johnny Wayne. And yeah. They say. Oh, uh, they hit you with. I, I I guess you know. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's why you're telling me right now. But they'll hit you with. Oh yeah, Johnny Wayne was at Shanika house the other night, girl. I saw his call over there. I ain't know they were messing around. But the whole point. Guess what? Y'all so nosy, but so dumb. You don't know that Johnny Wayne got a brother. And his brother had his car, and his brother been dating Shanika for two years. But you're nosy, so you go and tell a, a lie. Something that you don't, you don't even know about. You're assuming Proceed. you're not being honest. Yeah, you know they love to hear you say. They say something. You say, "How you know?" That's what they say. That's what they say. Who is they? Who is they? 
Oh, you know, you, I, I don't know. You don't even know who that who is. You they? don't even know. Uh, and I guess y'all wondering, like, how in the world is tie in with valuable offer? Because right now you offering a lie. Mm-hmm. It's nothing valuable about a lie. You can't be lying. All y'all dudes out there on social media taking pictures in front of them uh, houses that's for sale and you acting like it's yours. Two three story house. Yeah, now you 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 in front of a Lamborghini that you know you can have one one day. Your time coming. But you spend more time trying to figure out how to front <laughs> than trying to figure out how to really get it. Be honest with yourself, dude. Honesty. You cannot go and build a relationship with someone else if you don't know who you are and you are not honest and transparent. Simple as that. You know, honesty and transparency, uh, Uncle T, they are alike, but they're slightly different. Mm-hmm. You know, because honesty... Honesty is pretty much like me being honest about a certain situation or whatever. With transparency, it kind of goes beyond that. Transparency is really putting you in my business. Yeah. Transparency is really like, I really, I don't have to be honest to this extent, but I'm going to go past the extent of being honest and I'm going to put you in my business. Yeah, I'm going to put you in I'm there. A, I'm going to put you deeper in my business because I'm trusting you with, with what I'm telling you. That, yep. that with our relationship, whatever that relationship looks like, that you're not going to go out and do what we just said, gossip or put my business out there or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? So I believe transparency is 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 taking a, a, a little far. And I know some people, some people are less transparent than others. Me, I'm a very transparent person. If you guys don't know me. Um, if you haven't heard my music, you haven't heard, you know, stuff from me, you will be hearing some of the transparency on here. Like, I, I don't Plug it in, to too, hide. man. Plug your music in there. Oh, man. NewTypeOfMoney.com. That's N-E-W-T-Y-P-A-M-O-N-E-Y.com. You can also go to New Type of Money. Look me up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know, all your social sites, man. I'm on Spotify. Uh, anywhere you can stream or download music, man. New type of money. N e w t y p a m o n e y. So, yeah, man. But like, like I say, man. You hear my music? I'm like overly transparent. Like people will say, man, you too real. Like, how you be too real? Yeah, I, yeah. What, what, what's being, that's the thing. People don't understand that, man. They don't understand what really being real is. Like, I, I've dealt with that with some younger cats that I've mentored. And like, oh, yeah, Uncle T, man, I'm going to keep it 100. Like, what does that mean? I don't right. understand what that means. That doesn't... 100 and... Keeping it 100 and being real are two different things, if y'all don't know, don't know that. <laughs> and this, I'm talking to my young people right, right. now. It's, two different things you guys are trying to place it together but it's two different things because being being real is that i'm going to be truthful at all times authentically me authentically me being 100 basically means that you're gonna roll a certain way and no matter how you feel today you gotta act a certain way so actually being 100 means you're fake because i'm gonna tell you something you can't you can't go to certain places and act like a thug and be a thug and some places you can't go and be sophisticated and, right. and act all sophisticated. Right. It's basically being being keeping it real is whatever you know that you're supposed to switch to that moment. Right. Whatever environment you're in, being authentic to yourself. And you have yeah. some people that are one dimensional there people say, Well I'm the same where where I go. You can't be. I can't say that. Like I'm more 
multi-multi, however you want to put it, multi-dimensional. Like I, I'm able to. Uh, I'm from the country. I, I've been in the streets. I can talk with the street slang. You know what I mean? All that, or I can I can conduct business and talk, you know, to the uh, corporates. You know what I mean? I can um, just any type of setting you 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 pretty much put me in. Like I'm able to. Uh, I don't want to say. Um, yeah, you I don't want to say. Yeah, I, I I can I can adjust. Yeah, you got it's, it's, yeah. you got a remote control I, and you can hit the whatever button you need. I, I can adjust and maneuver. Where some people they wouldn't know how to react, so either they're gonna say, "Oh, I'm gonna be 100 and, and be me in whatever environment," or they completely conform to that environment. Yeah, that's it. And, and, and they're really not being 100 because in their mind they know. Really not supposed to be doing this here, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it anyway. Well, your mind already told you what you should be doing, but mm-hmm. you you too stuck on yourself that you can't even change. It's almost like this: if a fool say he don't wear number suits, he gonna be an idiot going to the beach with a suit on. <laughs> but he keeping it 100, so I can't change. I don't wear number suits. I don't wear dog. number suits, dog. <laughs> so go on out there to the beach and get in the water with a suit on. See how stupid you look, and that's that's how people look today. You know, I, I just want to do a quick run through, guys. Um, we're gonna chit chat a little bit more. I want to do do a quick run through to make sure everybody on the same page before we end this series. Uh, Bravo, building relationships and valuable offers. Um, you know, again, number one on valuable offers was help people around you that are truly in need. Number two, be willing to mentor someone to help build their character. Number three, share your skills and thoughts with others that you have built relationships with. Number four, always be willing to learn in order to help. Number five, in any relationship, always have something to bring to the table. Never be a liability. Number six, always carry a smile with you daily. And number seven, honesty and transparency. Very, very key. And you know, I'm gonna tell y'all something about this smile thing. Keep the smile up front. Cause you might try to trick Uncle T and say, you know, I carry my smile with me, it was just in my back pocket. They ain't gonna do it. <laughs> ain't gonna do you no good. In your back pocket, especially, I'm going to tell you right now, as for you guys who first time tuning in that don't know uh, who Uncle T and New Type of Money are like, yeah, we, we are ministers. We do, you know, we do have a, a ministry with the youth. Um, but here's the important thing about people that say they in ministry and, and church people and pastors and prophets and evangelists. We talk about how much we love God. We talk about that God is the answer. Um, we All things are possible through Christ. That's what we live by. That's what how we roll. But if you're walking around with your head down and you got a frown on your face 95% of the time, how you going to tell somebody about the Lord that we serve when you're around here looking like you just lost your best puppy, you lost the roof on your house, when Katrina came through, your car got one flat and four hubcaps missing. You around here looking crazy, but you you trying to tell somebody about God. Come on, man, wake Amen. up, y'all! Y'all killing the whole kingdom-minded people. You killing it because you walking around here and, and, and you know, especially. I'm sorry again, whoever get upset at me out there in Radio Land, 
But some of our elders, you know, on the deacon board and sister, sister Jolene and all that stuff, you, you, your, your face stay frowned up. Put a smile on your face before you tell somebody about the Lord. If I wasn't saved, you couldn't tell me about the Lord. You couldn't tell me nothing. I don't want to be like you. Right. What's your take on that money? That got me upset now. <laughs> I get upset when I start talking about happiness, man. But happiness is key. There's so much stuff in this world that's going on that we have no say-so over and no control over. So when you have an opportunity to smile, man, show them teeth. I don't care if they white or yellow. Show them. Yeah, man. I, I, I don't know. It's just me. Like I, I just I refuse it just takes more energy. I believe it even takes more muscles to frown than to smile. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's so, it feels good to smile. You know what I mean? We talked about in the, I think the, um, yeah, we did building relationships. How when you laugh, like it deflates, yeah, it deflates into, into a, a smile, smile man. man. And I just, I, you know, I love life, man. I love people, uh, and and that's what I do, man. I shift atmospheres. I uh, just just want to see people smile, man. And, we don't even have a number eight, but if I had to put a number eight, it would be apply all. Like, yeah. just a, apply, <laughs> apply all. all. Like, yeah. of the building relationships and the valuable offers. Like, just don't take our word for this. Like, apply it to your life apply day it. to day and see how much your life shifts. See how much you evolve. See how much your life Changes. See how much you elevate over your situation and circumstances. I mean, because we're gonna all go through things um, personally. We're gonna go through things relational with relationships with different uh, people. But the question is, how will you react? How how will you respond? Because we can't control, you know, how others deal with us and conduct their relationships and and you know valuable offers, or even if they consider us. To be a valuable offer, but we can, uh, you know, just really watch how we react and we respond. We have total control over that. So total control, it, man. man. Yeah, you you said a mouthful right there. You know, we do have total control over our life. Even uh, some of the situations that we deal with, uh, we feel like we don't have control over. You have control over the last part of a situation, and that's based on how you respond to it. Now, no matter what it is, your response is your source of control. Um, pick up something to make you smile, man. Like, that is so, so critical. If y'all don't get nothing else from Bravo Radio, just know, man, we smile over here. We mm-hmm. act a fool over here. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we're trying to break, we're trying to break, uh, uh, not break tradition, but break untruthful tradition, mm-hmm. saying that basically, like, you can't love the Lord and laugh and have a good time. You can't love the Lord and do this. Like, yeah, some stuff true. Uh, but most of it's untrue. Like, right. you know, I don't want to wear a suit, man. Like, it's hot. <laughs> I, I can go to church in shorts. That don't mean that the devil's going to, con- I mean, the Lord's going to condemn me and the devil won't because I wear shorts. Like, we got to stop that mess, man, and get these young people back into serving God. And we got to realize why some of these young people are not trying to serve God. Some of it our fault. That's the truth. Y'all heard a new type of money. He's he slipping well, on that, uh, that slipping on that tropical smoothie, like, baby. Like, huh, man. Ain't <laughs> hey, a <the> man. There's <laughs> a last bit of it, baby. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, we love y'all out there in Radio Land. But make sure y'all go to our social media page. 
Team Bravo 904 on all social sites, man. YouTube, IG, Facebook, Twitter, uh, uh, on the Anchor app. We on Spotify, Team Bravo 904, man. Team Bravo, y'all go and subscribe, man. Like in the near future, we gonna we gonna have prizes, we gonna have giveaways uh, for people out there. We gonna do a lot of games, competition, man. We here to have fun and, and, and brighten the moment. Uh, we kind of, for the most part, through with the teaching part of Bravo. Everybody should go back and review the first one and uh, and and live this second one, put it together, and go out there and build relationships and. Offer somebody something. Don't just go out there in this world as a liability. And if you've been a liability, that don't make you a bad person. It don't make you a slum. Just adjust it. The, the, the thing is, when you don't know something, you get a free pass. But when you know something, now you got to be held accountable for it. You. you know, you, you got to be held accountable for it. Stop being a leech. And if you're borrowing money from somebody, go pay them back right now. If you borrowed $25 from your cousin two weeks ago and you thought you were getting away from him, he ain't forgot, but he just, you know, he just going to let it ride. But do a good deed and take him his money back. Look, John John, if you out there, man, cash out me my money. Nah, no, <laughs> Send that man his money, uh. man. You know, cash out go both ways, man. So, again, if you if you borrow some money from somebody, pay him back, man. You borrow somebody's car, take it back to him today, man. You can't keep them people Cadillac, man. You had it for two weeks, man. You know you ain't been to buy it. Keep telling the salesman, man, my wife want to check it out one more weekend. You ain't going to buy that car, man. Take that car back. <laughs> we just clowning out there with y'all on Radio Land, man. We love everybody. And, uh, again, man, apply this stuff, man. And, uh we don't know what next week going to hold, so y'all just stay tuned. Make sure you tune in next week. Um, we're going to have some fun and funny for y'all, though, for sure. Uh, we love y'all out there in Radio Land. You got some form, new type of money before we find out of here? Nah, man, I just want to say, man, hey, nothing. I said it all. We said it all, man. <laughs> Close it out, money. Hey, man, I just, I just, I just want to speak to somebody live right now, man, and tell you, man, the way that you are... You don't have to remain and 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 say that you know you may think you're perfectly fine and if you do think that way you're an idiot. But for real, like I like to say, there's a better us inside of every last one of us. So like, let's just wake up every day, man, apply these principles. And uh, just strive and stride every day, man, to to make conscious decisions and 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 become a better individual, man. So seek the Lord, seek the Lord. He is the answer. That's we it. ain't Bible pushers, but we love the Lord over here at, at Team Bravo. We love the Lord. He is my everything. He is my reason for breathing. He is the reason why I am breathing. Uh, for those who don't know, I have had a major episode a couple of years ago where my life was hanging on a shoestring. And I ain't talking about no adult shoestring. I'm talking about an infant shoestring, barely hanging. But God told me that I am going to make it and I am going to be all right. So he is my everything and my all. That's what Team Bravo is based on. So we gonna sign out of here, y'all in Radio Land. Love everybody, peace and love. And hey, salute to the plug, he the plug, we the plug. Elevate, Bravo. We out. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, New Type of Money. And I am Uncle T. 
and we are Bravo. Man, what's going on, man? We're going to get straight into it. Today, we're going to talk about the lies of the enemy, man. We know in the world that we live in that this world is really not our our our, our habitat. Well, it is our habitat, but it's, it's, it's only a, a small glimpse of the life that we're actually going to live because, you know, Everybody, you know, the kids have a saying, YOLO, you only live once. But the reality is you will live another life after this life. And, you know, um, I, I, I don't get too deep in the conversation of heaven and hell and all, you know, churchy with it or nothing like that. So I'm not even finna, you know, voice my introspect or beliefs on that. But I will come to you on the fact that I know that in the human body there is energy. There's energy inside of every living thing. And we learn in school, the third law of conservation states that energy basically doesn't die. It can only be transferred. So that uh, leads me to conclude that when this earthly body dies, that the spirit, the soul inside of it has to transfer to another place, to another plane, to another dimension. So, uh... Like I say again today, me and Uncle T, we're going to talk about the lies of the enemy, man. And there's so many lies, you know, that the enemy tries to, to throw out there. Uncle T, what, like, what type of lies you think of just off the top of your well, head? Well, right man? now what I'm seeing a lot of, man, and it's, it's, it's government-based, actually. It's this whole, and I know it ain't just started now, but the whole marijuana epidemic, man. Wow. It just like. Wow came out of nowhere uh lately to where it's just like all the kids just want to get high they just at any means necessary no matter who they hurt no matter what the situation is they just want to get high they lie steal cheat just for this little green stuff that you roll up in a brown cigar i i don't get it i've never been a smoker so i kind of don't understand i i been through some situations recently with with my own kids um i have three kids and i won't name their names on the radio but um i got a 19 year old uh 17 year old and 11 year old of course my 11 year old is, is innocent at the moment she's my little baby my angel but these two big kids man they just they life revolve around being high and i'm always the bad guy i, I don't get it and again, I think that's one of the devil's tricks is to make the person, the the, the dad, the mom, the authority figure, feel as if they're they're the person that's wrong for saying, "Hey, guy, you shouldn't be smoking that stuff, man. Get high, you you're messing your brain cells up." And it's like, even today, new type of money. Like I'm being like, I feel like I'm being convicted because I don't want my daughter smoking weed, man. Like. Yes, I- I, I just want to interject, you know what I mean, and let you know, man, like like you were saying, like, I believe weed is one of those things that, that in this uh, uh, climate that we're in right now, um, it's, it's kind of like it's going back to the 70s, you know, and I, I, wasn't, I'm, I was born in 88, you know, I'm 30 years old, but I hear stories about the 70s, you know what I mean, and, and about the hippies and, you know, how weed was just so, like, it, it was so free and so promoted you know what i mean but i i i, I know that it's, it's not only weed and we gonna we gonna get back to weed but man you got like the man the molly and the you know the percocets and, and the xanax and the 
the uh the X pills. I know that was some real popular when that when I was, you know, younger. The X pills and, and, and you know, cocaine always been around and what 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 many people don't understand is that most of these people that start using other drugs they started off on marijuana, Uncle T. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, it's truly the gateway drug, and people right. people try to fight that man and say like, oh, you know, that's not necessarily it's true. Weed, it's from the earth. Like, you know, yeah, that's nonsense to me because I mean, you think about it. Like, I don't really know no crackheads, and I don't really know nobody on heroin and nothing. You know, I'm saying that because those are some heavy drugs, I think. But I don't think you can ever meet a crackhead and say, hey, man, what's the first drug you ever used? And he's gonna say crack. He more than likely gonna say weed. Right. Right. Because he got high. And right. when you, I feel like with anything else in life, when you find out there's a greater or something better, you kind of elevate to that. Like, that's what you're going to do. Like, if, you, if you're if used to driving fast cars and you find out that there's a faster car, you're going to want that faster car. Right. So, isn't that the same with drugs? Like, if you high and you know something that can get you higher, wouldn't you want that? Uh, uh- I feel you in a way, Uncle T, but I, I for, for, for most, I don't even think it's that. I, I don't even think it's that they just want to get higher. I think it's just like exper- oh, it? ex- experimental. Because uh, I, I would say like, okay, um, I started out smoking uh, black and miles. Like, you know, in the eighth grade, just smoking black and miles. And then eventually, around the eighth grade, too, started smoking weed. You know, and I started smoking weed... Uh, my cousins and them would be smoking and, you know, they was in like high school and stuff. So I started smoking weed. They, they would just pass me the blunt just to laugh at me. You know, they was smokers. So, you know, I'm, I'm just now smoking. So they'll get me high just to laugh at me. And I got to go home high. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> and that's, that's, you know, it was crazy. But like, you know, uh, with, with me, with me, I know that a lot of people do it just to, I'm going to say a lot of teenagers, a lot of preteens do it, you know, just to kind of fit in and be cool. And I, I don't, I, I, I try, I'm trying to think back. I don't think that was my reasoning. It, it's just like growing up, I felt like I was, a, I was a great child. I talked a lot, you know what I mean? But my, my story was kind of like it seemed like nothing I could do was good enough. And that's for, for my father. You know what I mean? Like, my my mama, um, we was cool or whatever. Uh, she, we used to get into it, like, in elementary school. She's the first. But then she kind of laid back and stopped first. And it's like my dad picked up. And he was always, like, he was always the one that was real strict. And it's like, even with a kid that up to the eighth grade made straight A's, you know what I mean, did everything he needed to do, it's like none of that was good enough so it's like okay none of that's good enough like i'm gonna just do whatever the hell i want to do because it's like everything that you're telling me to do i'm doing and it's not it's like it's not it's it's still ain't nothing to you you know what i mean like so it's it's, it's just like get, hanging out with with, with 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 people and going through the frustration of like Dang, I want to make my my dad happy. I want to make my brothers happy, and it's like I could never make these people, these main people that I want to make happy, make happy. So I turned into the person that you know what I'm gonna do what makes me happy. And at that time, I didn't even know what made me happy, but I knew when I was around other people what it looked. It looked like that made them happy. 
Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, so that's 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 kind of uh, like, shoot, I'm frustrated about you know certain things that I'm going through, and I'm chilling with my cousin, and they smoking. Like, man, man, let me hit that blunt. Like, man. Yeah, let let, 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 let little money hit the blunt. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but like, I, I guess I'm thinking to, I'm thinking to myself, though, what about like results? Is that just something that teenagers don't think about? I think I did. I mean, I was born in 81. I was a teenager, uh, you know, 98, 97 and stuff. And I based my life off of results, though, like. If somebody told me, like, you see that guy over there sleeping on the bench? Like, he a crackhead. He been in the neighborhood for for 15 years. Like, I'm going to say, like, oh, shoot. Like, I can turn into that if I mess with, like, this. Like, so I always kind of, like, been afraid of. Now, I did try to sell weed one time for, like, two weeks. And my parents found <laughs> out. Like, two weeks. <laughs> my parents, for real, money. My parents found out. And my aunt actually told on me I was in the car with her boyfriend and my friend, and he found out what we was doing and told my aunt. My aunt <laughs> told my parents, man, they took my truck. And I remember it like yesterday. My dad told me, son, I don't care about you drinking a little bit here and there. Teenagers going to do that. But I don't mess around with drugs, man. And if that's what you're going to do, it ain't going to happen here. And ever since then, like that was it for me. Right. Because, you know, my dad made a statement, and that was it. I guess today's society, they were like, that ain't enough. But if that's not enough, what about factual issues like results? Do they not care? I mean, a study actually shows that uh, it actually says that there are significant evidence that to suggest marijuana or cannabis, whatever you want to call it, reduces level of dopamine in the brain, which is your happy cells now, a neurotransmitter that plays a key role in learning, movement, motivation, emotion and rewards now you're mm. killing those cells wow. now on another side it says low dopamine cells have been associated with mood changes fatigue yeah. Yeah. depression a lack of motivation dopamine deficiency is present in a number of neurological conditions including parkinson's disease and a- attention deficit hyperactivity disorder now these are facts why would you want to smoke still but and it's crazy because it's like we're older you know so it's like now we we actually go do research and stuff like that but it's like for for when you're young it's it's almost just like you don't care about results like most, I guess I'm just so. Being, I got upset. I got to come with the voice now. I'm yelling. <laughs> it's not, Sorry, you good, world you good, out there, the nation. I'm yelling. You good, I'm, I'm upset, man. man. You know, they, they gonna get every. They gonna get every side of us. You know, sometimes we 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 go through all different types of, of of emotions, man. And that's you know that's just a part of life. But it's like the reality is, man. Uh, like I say, I, I I started out just like smoking on a social level you know what i mean right. smoking just to just smoking and then it it, it 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 quickly transpired into smoking to deal with my problems i don't even know how it got there but it got there very quickly so so after smoking to deal with my problems it quickly moved from smoking to deal with my problems to like this is like a lifestyle this is like when i wake up in the morning well let's go all the way back uh Ninth grade, 
well, my whole high school year, probably every day, went to school high. Like, before I went to school, I had to smoke me a blunt. You but, know what I mean? But why, though? Like, Because I mean, it, it, like, it, it, in my head, in my mind, it relaxed me. It, it put me, it put me in, a, in a mode of relaxation. I'm chilling. And kind of like, well, any, nothing one went, it, it just didn't phase me. Like, because your dopamine level was low. And, and it makes sense now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because you were naturally happy. You were killing your dopamine cell. But again, I guess that's like I said, like, what happened to results? Like, if, if, if you at 30 can explain that to a 16 year old, like, it's kind of a dumb question, but why don't they get it? Like, if somebody tell you that, hey, man, if you jump, over that fence in that water, 17 alligators. I counted them yesterday. I don't think you're gonna jump <laughs> over there in that water. But it, but it, but see, that's the thing too, uh, Uncle T. Like, and I'm glad we even having this conversation because there's kids that don't know this are now just getting this information for the first time. People, from us, I guess there's, that's what there's, Bravo there's is doing. More yeah. people that's first of all, I was more influenced by music than I was by somebody that even would have had that message. Oh, even though man. nobody had that message. Yeah. But all the music I listened to, all the rappers I would hear would talk about how they smoking, smoking, smoking you know. Popping pills and popping eggs. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I'm listening to this music, I'm putting this in my ear gate, and the people that I'm seeing, I hung around people older than me. So like, at the time, I'm like, 15, 16, I'm hanging around my uncles that's like 30 and you know what I mean? My friends are even like in the 12th grade or or older. So it's like they're already smoking, selling drugs, doing this, doing that. So it's like nobody's, I'm not even around those people that's saying, man, stay in school, get your education, whoop, whoop, whoop. It's like. And that's the problem right there though. I think in a nutshell, you, you, Actually, that's a that's the major topic, really, is music, man, because right. it's what's being promoted. But the thing is that I have a problem with with rappers, and excuse me if I offend anybody out there that that's rapping or this and that, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, you promoting basically uh, slavery. You're promoting your people to go out and do things that's gonna get them arrested, uh, a life behind bars, strung out on crack or uh, pills while you in your mansion not doing any of it um it's not okay because if you're gonna tell one side of the story tell both sides of the story and, and i want to say uncle t even though you know people talked about smoking and drinking and stuff in the music back then it's like in in the era where i kind of grew up in it was more of the the dope boy era like i grew up in the trap era you know what i mean yeah so it's like they would talk about smoking that, but that was like smoking was like celebration. It's like, you know, it's it it, it, it was more like I, I don't even know how to put it, but the that wasn't the focus. The focus was I'm we getting to this money, like right. so it was focused more on getting the money and trapping. But now we've moved from we've moved from in 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 rap. Or I would say hip hop or whatever the case, like them actually. Well, I'm gonna say my era, which they was talking about selling dope. Now it's basically 
attic music. Yeah, everybody high. <laughs> Attic music, like even the rappers, a lot of the rappers that they listening to, these people are high. Like, and they not don't even, even care about not, cars and clothes. Yeah, they don't worry about. I just, just want to be high, spaced out. Not even just on weed. Like they, they talk about everything. They talk about acid and and you know, like man, it's it's. It's, it's really sad because is, people, and, and, and you know, and here's an artist I'm gonna name, and I actually like his. Uh, I'll say his style, but like. Future is strictly a dope rapper. Right. Everything that he talks about promotes. Rapper. Yeah, he's a drug <laughs> using, a drug promoting artist. Right. He, and he was when I said acid, that, that was the the guy that I was thinking about. Future. He has said, a song. I, I just try. I just try acid and, I, and like what? Like, I've I've never in the in the years of music heard the hook of a song actually promote drugs. He got a song that said. Percocets, Molly Percocets, Percocets. And that was, at that time, that was one of the hardest tracks. That's, like that's <laughs> the hook of your song, basically, and you say it in a different term, like "kill yourself, go ahead, kill, kill yourself, yourself. Kill take these pills, go ahead, kill, kill yourself." That's what he said, like. <laughs> Because if you're taking Molly's and Percocets and all that stuff together, you're going to die. <laughs> and see, that's not, 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 like you, you talk about the results. You, you, you're you talking to a guy, and I'm just kind of briefly try to try to catch you up or, or, or take you back to where I was as a teenager, Uncle T, in, in world. Like that, like I say, started out uh, just socially smoking, not then started out trying to like smoke to deal with uh, the issues of life, and then. That went to like smoking as a lifestyle, like after high school and stuff, or even in high school. Like while I was after I got out of school, I'm smoking round the clock. Mm-hmm. Like smoking was right. a every hour thing. And and people, you, you talk about how people go to the next thing. I I I didn't start popping ecstasy because weed wasn't getting me high no more. I started popping ecstasy because. Ecstasy was the almost cool thing at the time. Kind of like crack back in the day when it first hit. You know what I mean? It's like, didn't nobody really know what it was, but they knew it got you high. So, like, a lot of our mothers and, you know what I mean, aunties and stuff, like, it's like, oh, shoot. What this crack thing is? Let me let yeah, me let me see, let me see this, and, and, and you get on it, and like, but it's, it's all you, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. yeah. you get on it, and then, but you know it's on it's you. It's on you. <laughs> it's hard to get it off. Of and, you. and you know what? Here, here, here's Uncle T being contradictive. I'm an honest person, guys, like, and girls. Here's my problem with a lot of the the, the weed smoke. That's the problem right now in my home. I don't smoke my kids think that I'm weird because I don't smoke and this and that but like here's a contradictive side of me with that I think I have a problem with the lifestyle of smoking you're smoking because that's the that's the genre that you're in like this is the music that I listen to these are the people around because and I'm where I'm going with this again people are going to say like now that's that don't make sense but like you have people in in Harvard Yale law schools and stuff like that they smoke weed but they're doing something. They're working towards them. They're in law school where you got minorities and blacks and, and, and some whites just as well. And, you know, all races. Right. They walk in the street smoking simply because they like future. They walk in the street smoking because, you know, that's what, uh, uh, um, what's this new rapper my son told me about? Famous Dex. That's what they, they do. They smoke. So 
I think there is a difference. I think there is a difference uh, smoking and not going anywhere and smoking and heading somewhere. Both of them are wrong, but like somebody else on the other side still has a focus and your focus is strictly getting high. Their focus is to get high so they can pass this bar. And and then too, you you just made me remember like then from a medical point of view, like different strands do different things for the brain or, or for an individual. Take for instance, there's there's sometime I would smoke uh, dip certain strands of weed, and I would get super creative. So like, and like I said, I, I forgot all about this. Around the time where I did start smoking, that's kind of excuse I was I used to use. Like, I would get super creative making beats, producing beats. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I go in the studio and I crank out like I was. I remember when I first started smoking, I was cranking out. Like, I stayed, I, I locked my house. I mean, I locked myself in the house, like, that whole summer. Not, not like, three beats a day. You know yeah. what I mean? So you were productive. And I I was, but then, at times, I would smoke strands. Because back then, like, there was different type. There was, you know, regular and mid. And it wasn't like it is. Nah, nah, everybody swear they smoking loud. They smoking gas. They smoking Yeah, why would you want to smoke some called gas? Like... <laughs> I put that in my car, like, 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 yeah, I'm clowning it. I'm clowning it, world. Like, like, I don't get it. Like, oh man, feel me in, money. What's up, bro? Money smoking, bro. I ain't mess with it. You, you, you don't want to hit that. You don't want to hit that diesel. It stinks. You don't want to hit that diesel. No, I don't want none of that. Check this out. They gonna make you laugh here. And word, I'm a transparent person, so hey, if this offends you or you feel some type of way, you know, take that up with God. But yeah, I, this ain't for I, you. I, yeah, I ain't smoking no more, but that was a time, man, on this walk. Since I've, you know, been walking this walk seven years, I went back and I, I called myself in Atlanta, gonna get me some to smoke on because I'm stressing. You know what I mean? Guess what the weed would call? What? God's money. They need to stop. <laughs> no, Bro, see, I'm sitting there smoking see, weed, feeling convicted. Call, call. <laughs> I'm like, I'm supposed to be putting this in the offering. I'm here smoking. I'm here smoking. It's telling you what you're doing. You stole from the Lord <laughs> to mess up <laughs> your dopamine cells, to get you unmotivated. Hey, hold on, let me, let me give you some more names. Green Crack. You see? <laughs> see, y'all ignorant. Anybody out there, the sound of my voice, who's smoking that, you're girl, ignorant. Girl Scott cooking. You know man, what I mean? <laughs> I'd buy some from the little girl with the lemon stuff in the middle of it. Because that's ridiculous. You know? This here is just somebody. Y'all gotta feel me in. Uh, yeah, but 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 you, and, and and you know another thing, just to, you know, I believe like it, it messes with you psychologically because I don't even think it was. It's just the smoking. I fell in love with the whole process. I think you fell in love with the lifestyle. Yeah, bro. De- definitely the lifestyle. Because like like you say, the thing was I had started kind of. Dibbling selling weed before I actually smoke weed. So it's like once I start smoking, I didn't know how to roll it for like a lot of people that start out. When I actually learned how to roll, that's when I fell in love with the process. Like I got to bust the blunt down and you, and you bust it up. Now I'm rolling it up, man. You know, just licking it and that whole process. Y'all is, hear this? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> My. My business partner is a bona fide weed head, retired. Like, be careful, world, who you decide to start a business with. <laughs> be careful.
devil world because you don't know <laughs> credentials or whatever. I am sitting here in the studio with a bona fide listen, certified listen. degree holding weed roller. Listen, and I'm not even trying to, uh, you know, I was literally a stoner, like, uh, uh, like a stoner. Like I, I, I felt like I probably should have been born in the seventies because, I, it, and that's that's why I say Uncle T, like it was terrible, and I, I be. I encourage you too as you you know walking through this with your your kids because just me looking back man I took my I took my family through hell my dad was a pastor still a pastor my mom's a minister and it's like I smoked so much to the point where even my partners that smoked with me used to say I can't count the times where people that were smoking with me said you finna roll up another one? Yeah. What are man. you trying to prove? They would ask yeah. me that. What are you trying to prove? But they didn't realize by that time I had started. I had got to the point where I was literally. You have seen a chain smoker smoke cigarettes. Yeah. I was. I was smoke, chain smoking weed. I was smoke blunts like that to the point where Uncle T, no lie, I bust one down, roll it up. Like I said, I fell in love with the process. Say, say it's say it's four of us smoking right now. I fired up. By the time it gets like the third or fourth person, I'm busting down another. That's the point I was at with it. You know what I mean? And, and it was because I had got in such a place where in, in what, you, what you just read, that actually educated me because I didn't know that. It was like, I was smoking to cope. And cope, if you look up the word cope, cope is to find a way to effectively deal with your issues or problems. So I thought that me by me smoking, I was actually coping yeah. with my problems. But what I was actually doing, I was killing my brain cells and and replacing them with, like you said, this chemical. this this chemical. And and it eventually got to the point where where I was smoking to, and it took a minute. This like before I gave my life to Lord, but it got to the point where I used to smoke to forget my problems. But then it got to the point where I would smoke and I would think about my problems and even more problems. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those all screwed up, man. Y'all all screwed up. I would up. go through depression and then, like I say, start popping pills, not even knowing the effects of that, which brings more mood swings, more depression, suicidal thoughts. Uh, man, just trip out, trip out. I don't get it. I mean, I really don't get it. I just, you know, the next time we do a segment on um, this, what he was supposed to be about marijuana, for the most part, we just we just went there on uh, drugs. But next time we do a segment, we're gonna do a live call in. So y'all stay Definitely. tuned for that a uh, couple of weeks. But um, yeah, man, I just don't know what it, with these kids of mine, man. Like, which direction to go? I got one that, oh man, was just doing foolish stuff and just. And come to find out, it was just all based on drugs. And then I got one that just, this big one, the oldest one, just uh, lied to your face. Nope, I didn't do it. Nope, it wasn't me. Oh, yeah, my car smelled like weed, but I wasn't smoking it. Well, who else <laughs> driving it then? Like, like, oh, oh no, it ain't my car. Okay, you don't smell this? Oh, I smell it now. Well, you just drove it here. <laughs> so I had to announce, I mean... But we make you do that. It, yeah, it definitely. Did you really not smell it? It, it? Literally, bro. Like the thing is, I didn't realize, like I said, till I stopped smoking, how we, 
how loud weed was, especially what they're smoking now, what they call loud, what they call gas. You know, like that stuff is very, very loud. But while you're smoking it, and me, I used to like to blow out my nose too. So like, that's all, like. That's what's in your, your it's, airways. It's in you, so you like don't, you don't really smell, smell it. it. Like, nah, you're consumed in it. It becomes like, I was, I was basically a marijuana plant. So almost like everybody house has a smell, but they can't smell it, but somebody else can come in and smell it. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. That makes it even more ignorant. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I like the smell that since I've been saved, like I I can look that at the trees smell, and huh? I can just smell like the, the, the smell coming from the trees, not this one that smoked the tree outside with the birds, <laughs> with the birds chirping in them. That smell, man, like pine. I'm 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 gonna be real with you, Uncle T. You about to laugh at me. With, with me saying take the five feet with the Holy Ghost and not smoking, I still like the smell of marijuana. You's a fool. Y'all hear that? <laughs> <laughs> my, my partner, my business partner, my co-host is a new, a new fool. A new Y'all ever heard of a new fool? <laughs> if you haven't, it went right here in the studio with me. A new fool. We like the smell still, of something they call dang. I, 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 I always been weird because I actually, and this is just off topic, y'all. You know, we be tripping, man. I used to like the smell of gas as a kid. Y'all hear this? They, I told y'all earlier <laughs> that like real, like my co-host, <laughs> my partner, you have to check people for you <laughs> sign contracts and stuff with them and all this kind of stuff, man. You never know who you got <laughs> next to you. <laughs> like, you just... <laughs> That's my baby hey, boy. I I'm love being, the devil. I'm just being real, man. man. But, but on, on the on the real, man, this 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 is this is really a serious topic, man. Like for real, because the reality is, like we, it, it, I believe it really does more to the human brain than and, and 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 it affects more people than we really realize, you know. Because even even like. You know, just smoking a lot of times. Like I say, different strands do different things. There's times where uh, I've smoked certain strands, like I say, and got creative. But then there's times where I, certain strands that, man, that stuff they got out there. Nah, man, like you smoke that stuff, you be stuck. Like like Cat Williams yeah. say, man, he say he was looking at his refrigerator. Just sitting there like, looking at sitting it there. The camera. That's crazy. But you be looking dead at the TV and, and not even seeing what's on there. Like, well, see, and this 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 is on, on a serious note, here's where... It affects me personally, and affects probably multiple people out there. Um, it's, it's destroying people' homes. Definitely, definitely. Um, your kids will rather you can be going to Disney World, or going on a family vacation, and your kid will tell you, "No, they don't want to go," just so they can sit back and be high. If you visualize the picture of that, the enemy is actually at work. He is at work, and he's not at work. Uh, in another city, he's at work right there in your backyard. You, you visualize that for a moment. A vacation, and your teenager says, "No, I'd rather not go." Which he really wants to go, or she really wants to go, but they know that if they go on that trip, they won't have a chance to break away and get high. That's something that, that we need to think about, world. Like seriously, like I'm I'm living it today with my kids and. Sometimes you look back as adults and say, like, what could I have done different to uh, detour my kids from this uh, lifestyle? And the answer is nothing. nothing. Don't beat yourself up. Choice. I've been beating myself up for a while. My son doesn't even uh, live in the same city no more because so much has happened based on 
marijuana use. And, and, and when I say based on it, a lot of people say, well, no, that's not really kind of how it happened. But you, here's, here's the deal. Myself... Uh, as well as new type of money, like we have a good time, but we, we really are analysts. Like we right. we we really think things in depth. Um, so I look at things more broadly than some other people. So I'm gonna give you an example. Uh, a few years ago, uh, my cousin, um, 17 years old at the time, um, he got caught up in a major major mess. He was in the car with two other. Uh, friends, they were related. He was the only one that was not related, and they went to buy some weed from someone and proceeded to rob this person. Of course, that person panicked, pulled out a gun. They pulled out a gun, just started shooting out of fear. And needless to say, the cousin said that my that the 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 guys in the car that was related said that my cousin did the shooting. Uh, and he got a life sentence because wow. he ended up killing the guy. And they didn't even know they killed him wow. until, like, later. It was on the news that a car had a wreck in someone's backyard. And it come to find out, you know, it was that, that guy and they, they shot him. Well, they said that my cousin did the shooting and he got a life sentence. Now, people might say that, no, he got a life sentence because he shot someone. Absolutely correct. But that's the surface of it. But the foundation of it is that they were going to buy some weed. If they didn't smoke weed, they wouldn't have been in that position and that would have happened. So he still got a life sentence behind a blunt. Wake up, guys. Like that's that's like that's really what I'm saying. Um, As you say that, I'm thinking, man, over 90 percent of the times I went to jail, even when I went to, you know, the chain game for a little bit, it was over marijuana. It's over marijuana. It's destroying lies people and um i would never say it's okay to smoke or do any drug um i don't know if we ever announced this before but it's we'll tell you right now like new type of money and myself yes we are christian yes we do walk i'll say we're believers christianity comes with uh a price um all religion does but don't consider ourselves religious. We consider ourselves believers in the all high, the almighty. Um, but I do know that this drug thing is not something of God. It's not welcome in the kingdom. And right now, uh, the adults that can hear me, they need to you know, understand that our children is at state right now. Definitely. Um, Definitely. That's the most important thing. We can have a good time. We laugh. We joke. That's that's what the world is based on as well. You gotta have a good time, but um, we gotta understand though something is at stake right now. And look around, and it's your children. It ain't really you. It's your kids. Definitely. Um, and, and I mean, we at the point. We at the point now, man, where like just the reality, man. Maybe the next five years, ten years. Probably even less than that, man. This stuff is gonna be legal everywhere, man, and it's 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 gonna be different when it's legal because your kids are actually gonna be able to go to the store just like they buy a pack of Newport shorts in the box, like and say, hey, let me get the uh, let me get the um, the Blue Dream and one of them purple Swiss sweets to mess up my lips. <laughs> you know when they be smoking them purple Swiss sweets, them uh, lips be purple. 
That's all they smoking, them purple Swiss or sweet. You thinking lipstick, but that's them grape Swiss or sweet. I mean, uh, uh, the strawberry Swiss or sweet. Ain't fooling me. But on a serious note, that's something like new type of money that actually said is something that, that we all need to think about really? in retrospective. Uh, think about this. I mean, marijuana has been illegal for years. Uh, it's coming up as legal. Um, so, therefore, it will be as normal as tobacco. So guess what now? The the, the next thing is might be what? Cocaine? Cocaine. They're going to start dibbling and dabbling in that. So, uh, you know, people like to sneak and do things. That's the mm-hmm. thrill of it. Mm-hmm. So the fact they don't have to sneak and do marijuana no more, it might not be the thrill anymore. Right. So then when the government decides, okay, they're going to do cocaine anyway, we're just going to make it legal. Are you going to say, oh, well, it's fine because it's legal. Guess what? The chain keeps going. Now your baby at 14 smoking crack because the government said, you know what? Oh, they're going to smoke crack anyway, so we're just going to go ahead and legalize it. So you're going to say, oh, well, it's legal now. Let me tell you something, guys. I, I, I never want to come off. Uh, on our station as like a, a Bible thumper or anything like that, but I do love the Lord and I will tell you this the Lord ain't never made none of this okay he's not going to feed your baby crack so everybody at the sound of my voice who believe, who are believers you know that there's only two things going on right now, you either walking with God or you walking with the oppositional force, you can name him what you want to name him, the Satan the devil, Lucifer, the enemy, Lucifer. If you think that he's finished or he's just going to lay down in this war, uh, this drug epidemic, like, think about it. Like, why? Like, if you're if you're in a football game and, and the other team is winning by 10 points, are you going to lay down? You're going to keep fighting to the end. And the only thing about it, we don't know when the end is the end. Then you got to, you know, I... <sighs> I'm I'm finna touch on some touchy stuff, but you really have to be careful, you know, when when you have kids and then they want to tell you, you know, I'm not knocking doctors, you know, uh, but certain doctors want to tell you, you know, your kid may be this or maybe that. You want to put them on this medication, that medication, because I've seen that a lot of times, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Well, you start your kid out on this medication, this medication, this medication. They've been addicted to something their whole life, and then they grow up and... You know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's, it's still crazy. a drug. I don't care if it's a prescription drug or a street drug. It's still a drug. Um, but we just gotta wake up. This whole nation um, can new type of money and Uncle T change the nation. I'm gonna say yeah. And the reason why I'm gonna say yeah, a lot of people right now might say y'all look crazy. I'm gonna say yeah because if we just had the help mm-hmm. of one person to say, you know what? I'll help y'all change the nation. Mm -hmm. And you can convince one person to help us change the nation. So here's what happens with that. One person helping one person helping one person, you develop a team. Definitely. And a a team of people, man, with a a good sword, which our sword is the word of God, you can change some stuff. But here's here's the deal that that our whole movement, Bravo, is trying to, uh, I will say, kind of, not perfect, but put into the world right now is showing the kids a new way. Yeah. Um, that's it. If, we, if, if all we're doing is talking about it and not showing them a new way, like you really kind of like, you're trying to nail a, 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 a picture on the wall with no nail. You just like, you just hitting the wall. And, and, and my thing, Uncle T, is like, we can sit back and talk about what kids are doing and what people are doing, but lately, 
And it's what I've been doing, even look at, looking back on in retrospect at my life, like, nothing to say, okay, stop smoking. Well, you need to stop smoking. Like, sit, I, I want to sit down with individuals and have a real dialogue and conversation with them and allow them, ask them questions and allow them. And while you're asking these questions, you know, if you're, you're in the spirit, the spirit might give it to you. Uh, basically, where did this start? Like, what's the, okay, yeah, I see you smoking. Yeah, I see you having sex. Yeah, I see you uh, popping pills. You on this. Like, what's at the root of that? Like, because what a drove lot, it? Yeah, a lot of times there's some pain at the root of that. There's some uh, frustration. There's some, just to be honest, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of Kids deal with a lot of stuff in their homes growing up, man, and, and it, it it turns into something else because they get they're, they're in one environment that's dysfunctional or whatever the case may be. Then they get in another environment that's it's dysfunctional, but it's their peers, so they don't even think it's dysfunctional. They just fit into that environment, and then they get trapped in that yeah. environment, trying to trying to. You know, have fun or escape this in home environment that is dysfunctional, or whatever, and boom, it becomes a lifestyle. So that I, makes I, a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I believe it's just getting to the root of things. Like, there's very and and, and people are saying, I used to say, oh, I I smoke cause cause I want to smoke. No, the reality is you were influenced by somebody, we, and that's the reality. We're all. Even people that have the most made-up mind to be their own self and their own individual, we all are influenced by something or somebody, especially with us holding these cellular devices in our hand and looking at TV. You know what I mean? You can you can be riding in your car right now, and you may not even listen to the radio a lot, but you listen to the radio, and the radio say, uh, uh, come try our 75-cent uh, slushy at such and such. you like, hmm. Shoot, man, I'm like, go check that thing out. That was 75 cents. Yeah. You weren't even thinking about no slushy until you was influenced by you was influenced that by that came this, on this on the radio. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like we really, we just really have to be careful, man, because it's it's we live in a world where they're they're constantly selling us stuff, and that's what they're doing to our youth. That's what yeah. the enemy is doing. He has we we're in a system. We're in a in his kingdom amongst systems where they're constantly selling. Our kids and us lies. Yeah. And, and we're just buying them. And you know what? It, it goes back to something that I, I stated to you a couple of days ago, man, about the whole uh, perspective of how you, how you see yourself. Right. Like, who are you? Uh, when I say who are you, I mean, like, as a leader, like, who are you? Because if you're nobody, nobody's going to listen to you. Right. Uh, again, they got songs, you know, gospel songs saying I'm a nobody and I'm trying to tell everybody trying well, to tell everybody, everybody about somebody. <laughs> you can kill it right there because if you a nobody I ain't and you ain't nobody finna listen to nothing you If saying. you a nobody <laughs> I'm telling you that nobody Ever that dope do to you later on, y'all. You be around what I'm saying? You hear? <laughs> Stay off of it. <laughs> y'all tell you that's what it'll do to you. Y'all hear? It'll get you later on in life. You don't even know. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, why, hey, why, why you playing, bro? Like, uh, it, it, it took a long time. That stuff still messed with my brain. Yeah, like, it messed it, with it. It, 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 it messed yeah, with my brain it. in this certain 
for real. It, it took me really getting into the spirit and, 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 and spending time with God to actually change a lot of things in my because it them drugs mess with my it, brain, it will mess bro. with your head i believe it and, you know yeah, and i'm gonna go back to what i was originally saying guys like you gotta understand like you have to classify yourself as somebody you have to be somebody get on a platform and 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 try to reach other people that already have platforms and just let's try to do better with standing up for what's right and here's something i always tell people I'm not trying to be a different person for those who knew me in the 90s and stuff like that. I'm not trying to be a, a different person. I'm trying to be a better person. That's, good. That's, That's it. Good. I'm not trying to be That's different. Good. I'm trying to be better. And, and and back to the platform thing, the reason why drugs and sex and all this stuff are, are so influenced right now is because the people who are advertising it are somebody. Exactly. They're artists. They're, They're movie stars. People, yeah. Exactly. So people like New Type of Money, Uncle T, like, we don't have the same power as Drake. We don't have the same power as, uh, um, what's his name, the boy I just got through telling you about. The, no, oh, the future. other one. Future. Mr. Uh, Mr. Drug, Papa, kill yourself. Him. Like, yeah, we don't have that same power. Um, so it takes a, a army where all the thing he got to do is say something by himself. But mm-hmm. it takes an army of us to um, try to combat what he's doing. And, 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 you know, and, and the reality is, Uncle T, because you know, I, I I did music, still do music, and while I was on all them drugs, man, and and you can even hear somebody. I've heard Free Future say a lot of these rappers, they they don't they put it out there like that. But the reality is, they not doing them drugs because they happy. Yeah. Like they're doing that stuff because they're fighting their demons, and they, and they mm-hmm. most rappers are telling you in the music, "I'm fighting these demons, I'm smoking this weed." I'm, uh, they, they telling yeah. you, and you just like, you just hearing the weed part, you just hearing the this and that. Yeah. You, you ain't hearing. They actually in a they real spiritual out. battle, and their soul is crying out for help. But you're lost too. They're blind. You're looking at them because they are influential. So it's the blind following the blind. And it's like you'll listen to somebody like me, Uncle T, and just be like. Knowing that 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 truth is resonating within your inner being, and like, y'all yeah, hear you, but shoot, man, everybody's doing it. Well, if if everybody's doing it, that should be a red flag right there. Yeah, that, and, and, <laughs> and, and and you got to retract your statement too, because I am somebody, and right. I am not doing it. Right. So, right. and you shouldn't do it because everybody else is doing it. I mean, that's and that's just the whole key and. Um, we're going to wrap up here pretty soon, guys. Um, just want everybody to know out there to sign our voice. Like, we truly love everybody. Uh, but the kids, teenagers, and they're our hearts. That's what Definitely. Bravo is, is based on, man. It's just teaching them how to build relationships and valuable offers, trying to get them to the point to when they're, you know, 30, 35, 40, to have a foundation to stand on more than just man i hate that i done dot 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 man i wish i had a dot 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 if i only could dot 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 we all know that you can never hit rewind on that you can never hit rewind on that so if if the adults at the sound of our voice understand what i'm saying it's your responsibility to reach one child and when I say one child, it don't even have to be yours. And I'm going to say this, and this is something I'm going to tell you right now. Some people may uh, disagree, 
and those who do disagree to each his own this is not for you you have a better chance reaching someone else's child sometimes so it's better real. your own so real. find someone else that you can trust that's a great mentor to reach yours because at the end of the day i've experienced this personally you're just mom yeah, you're just dad else. yeah pour into another child yeah. Let somebody else, you know, yeah, still teach your child right from wrong and, and be there. But when it comes to, like, uh, uh, this, some topics or whatever, you can't speak to your child about everything. They, you can, they, Somebody else can say the exact same thing you're saying, and they'll get it because it wasn't coming from <laughs> you've been saying the same thing for years. For 30 years. <laughs> I, I, I've experienced that. That is a true statement. <laughs> yeah, you still have the discipline. You still have the love on them. I'm just saying let somebody else come in and just not necessarily assist you, but just be there uh to hear some things that maybe you you can't really they don't feel comfortable telling you uh i think it works uh as far as rules though you still have to have boundaries you still have to be rules set um fighting it in my house again with this whole i want to smoke in the car thing it just it's not going to work it's got to be rules um but that's kind of it for me new type of money until next time you got something for the people Nah, man, I just really, all I can say, man, young people, young people, young people, like millennials, man, let's, let's, let's do better. And I'm putting myself in that, man. Like, let's, let's stop falling for these schemes and tricks of the enemy, man. Let's, let's really start asking ourselves, man, like, who am I? You know, let's really start building a personal relationship with the one that created you and stop following people stop trying to be like people like you don't have to fit in with nobody god created you to be you not not anybody else you know so even we we got to get this too as older you know individuals so man that's all i got to say and until next time man we gonna sign out salute to the plug he the plug we the plug elevate bravo